podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cop are champions of Europe once again. Welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracker, part of the Touchline Fracker Network. I'm your host, Fahi, and today I've got a jam-packed guest list. How you doing, Ellis, Junior, oh. Julian, and Chris? What's going on? What's going on? How is everyone? What's happening? All good? All good? Yeah, not too bad, man. All good, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, all right, Beautiful. All right, before we get started, shout out to everyone following us on Twitter at Cop and Fracker. If you haven't done so already, please do that. And join in with the convo with the hashtag Touchline Fracker. Um, so, yeah, lads, let's get right into it. Leicester, let's talk about the game. What did we think? 2-1, last-minute victory. Let's go. Ellis, you go first. What are you thinking? Yeah, man. Uh, I watched the game, but I didn't get to watch it live. But I watched it back on the, mm. um, on the Sky Sports uh, show. Or what's it called? The highlights. Um, we were very wasteful. Very, very wasteful. We had a lot of chances to put the game to bed, but we didn't. Uh, we played well. We fashioned a lot of good uh, openings. Um, yeah, that killer, that killer mentality wasn't there in the game. Um, I was happy with the performance because if you're making that many chances, that means you're doing something well. Obviously, I wasn't happy with the finishing, but that's neither here nor there. Three points. Um, individual performances, from what I saw, who played well. Robo played well, Mane played well on that right hand side, defended well, attacked well. Uh for, uh, not Fabinho, no. He played okay, but he got booked and kinda of lost his edge a bit. 
Um, Big man, please don't forget Milner and Lovren. Like, I do apologise. Lovren stepped in. Lovren came and stepped up. Obviously, we don't like it. Like I was saying in the group chat, we know what it's about, but he done what he had to do in this game. Uh, Milner, yeah, scored a penalty and the assist. The assist for the the assist for Mane's goal was really, really good play and he was involved um, from taking a ball off of... Who did he take off in defence? Well, he took off of Van Dijk. Then he popped it into Robertson and got it back again. Did the one-two. Yeah, yeah. With the one-two, then he, the left foot left foot passed down the line for Mane. So, yeah, he was instrumental. He was in all, all things good. He had a couple of chances where he should have buried, but stem ones, isn't it? Well, apart from overall, man, three points, eight out of eight, top of the league. You can't really complain, man. Yeah, 100%. Julian, what are you saying? Like, I know you had a few gripes with the performance and some players. So, um, yeah, over to you. Tell, tell us more. It was all right. It was like it was. It was like I'm gonna echo what Ellis said. Um, my thoughts on the game was that it was wasn't really wasn't really a good game from our side. Even though we created a lot of chances, I felt like the chances that were created should have been buried by, especially Salah and Mane. Um, the good um, one thing I was really impressed with though is that um, we didn't allow Leicester to get a lot of chances. I think they only had that one shot on target, if I'm correct. Yeah, they had that one shot on target. Um, uh, I thought Adrian played well for the... Oh, no, no, sorry. I think, um, was it Adrian? Adrian played quite well. Um, dealt with quite a lot. Um, Lovren, to my surprise, even though I wasn't far away from the club, I've got to give credit where credit's due. Even though I still don't think he should have been playing that game. I still feel like Gomez should have should have started. Um, yeah, he done well. Milner as well. I personally, like, don't watch when Milner plays, but... I, I saw the assist they gave Mario and I gotta give credit where credit is due as well. Um that was a really good, really good, um, really good assist. Like it was a nice ping, like nice, nice ping to Marnie, nice touch, um, great start for the goal. And the penalty obviously is reliable on the pen, so gotta give credit where credit is due. But again, Bruv, he's I'm got sti- bottle, man. Yeah, he's got bottle when it comes to penalties. He's he's got it, man. Like I've only seen him miss one pen at Liverpool, and that was against Southampton. Southampton, and, yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, he's got it. But yeah, man. My main gripes with the game were just that like, I just feel like players should have got more chances. Like, for example, Keita, like we've been waiting for how long for this guy to come to our club? Waiting more than a year for his transfer, no, less than a year for his transfer from when we actually signed him. And yeah, man, just it's just disappointing that like even though Milner did play well, just going into the game, I just feel like it wasn't a smart decision for Keita to not even get some a decent amount of minutes on the pitch. Like, even though I played the full game, I feel like I could have played like a good 60, 65, but, you know, clock in it. But, and Gomez as well. I feel like Gomez should have started. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not complaining because three points is three points and eight wins are eight wins. I can't complain, but, yeah, man, it's just, just a bit jarring, isn't it? Yeah, no, I get you. I, I feel like with the cater, um, with the lack of cater, I think that game was probably the wrong game to kind of bring him back into the fold. I know he played a bit in the Carling Cup and stuff, but I feel like that Leicester game probably was a bit too intense for him because we what know what he's about, man. We what know what he's about. And bruv, bruv, they would have targeted him. They would have targeted him. They would have targeted him, but fam, in my opinion, I'm always of the opinion that, listen... He's our most expensive midfielder. We bought yeah. him for a reason. Isn't he? He's got to show his guile in games like that. And yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. able to do that, even from coming back from injury. And to be fair, it's not all on him now. I, I have said that I've said in the group chat as well that like, Klopp has got to take some of the blame. Like he's not even been like bedding him in into the squad properly. Last season was a bit of a mad one for him to bed him in, but I still feel like he just hasn't done a great job. But still, KR 
I expect because remember what we like we we expect him to be in games like this pushing us forward and 100%. being that extra drive. So it is yeah, what it is, man. Um, Junior, what are you thinking about the lineup and stuff? Were you happy with what you like saw from that lineup, or did you want like similar to Junior? Did you want like a different team out there? Um, first of all, the, the lineup wise, team sheet, I, I would have picked a different team. Okay. Um, you know, so I, would, I, I, I was shocked when Lovren came in. Um, <laughs> flabbergasted, if I'm honest. Like I just didn't see like disgrace. Yeah, I know we we we. we in midweek, we won a high-scoring game. But at the same time, if Matt tips out, then you're right now. Obviously, your second choice is Gomez. Then you run with him. I don't. I didn't get not playing him. Um, baffling. I'm baffling. not gonna lie. I was shook. Like when when yeah. when I saw I was driving down the M1 and when I saw Lovren's name, I was like, "Ra, Lovren <laughs> versus Vardy." I am not a lot. I I'm scared. I am. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was, and I just think, okay. Obviously, I don't know whether it, it, it was a knock or something. I don't know, but to me, it just like I don't know why you, you put him in for this game. I'm thinking Vardy's just gonna do a cane on him and just like destroy him. And then obviously, I saw the midfield as well. Obviously, um, Milner, Fabinho, and um, Ronaldo. I wouldn't have started Milner. I probably would have put in. I'm not Henderson, biggest fan as you know, but I probably would have started Henderson. Um, I wouldn't have started Cater. I agree. Obviously, this game wouldn't be. For Kater, even if even coming on, I weren't too sure because Leicester was in good stream of form. Brendan Rodgers coming to Anfield, I think he wanted to prove a point. So I, I was, I was a bit apprehensive, um, sorry, um, apprehensive about the game because obviously you know, I think he wanted to prove a point, and everyone wants to play Liverpool. They always want to prove a point. They just do, they just do. But um, that's the, and that's on a lineup in terms of the game how it folded out. You know, everyone everyone knows Lovren played well, and he can. He can. Don't get me wrong. He's a professional footballer, and he, he is a good, he's a good centre half on when he wants to play. But it's not. It's the consistency and the lapse of errors. And when he makes errors, he doesn't make small ones. He makes huge ones, massive ones. So that's where <laughs> I was thinking. That's why we wanted to get rid of him, and Klopp wanted to get rid of him as well. So it just tells you there. But he played well. So hats off to him. Mm. Um, but I don't want to keep saying hats off to him every other game. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd rather him not play. Um, Milner done well. I was impressed with Marnie's defending. Um, you know, watching the game and like he was defending brilliantly, like he was getting back, um, tackling, and um, he, he showed he showed a lot of grit in that game. Also going forward, but you know, um, he did waste a chance. But Salah, nah. The thing is, why is Marnie? Marnie scored in it. Marnie scored and won the penalty. So for me, he can be like, all right, mate, we'll skip you for today. He was wasteful, but you know what? Go and get changed. With Salah, I'll be keeping him in the changing rooms. We have him one to ones. Like, what's going on? Like, what is going on? Your touch is off. Your, your, your snapshot is off. Like, you know, it's just, what is going on? And he doesn't get, as I said, he got dragged only because he got injured by a bad tackle by Chowdhury, which obviously I was hoping obviously is okay. But, you know, we, I, I'm worried about Salah in a sense where I know he might get formed, but I'm worried in a sense like, what, what what is going on? Because this this game we won two one the last minute penalty. On another day we will be sitting there thinking, fucking, oh, we drop points, guys. Mm. Right, we drop points. All right. And so you know. Cool. All right. We'll get to Salah in a bit. Um, Chris, what did you think of the game? I uh, thought we played really well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think the eleven was a bit of a surprise to everyone. Why really. are you such a positivity merchant? Like the other three, they're like really glum and like glum about the performance. And like you're proper like, yeah, we played well. <laughs> Well, we did well. I think it's one of those ones because obviously it went to the game, and yeah. 
from kick from kickoff till about sixty sixty five, never looked like in doubt of losing the game or letting them concede the shot. Really, um, were you surprised with the way Leicester actually set up? Because I was expecting so much more. I thought we nullified them fairly well, you know. Um, so you think it's down to us? Yeah, obviously putting Mane on the right, nullifying Chilwell, that gave Trent... Uh, for Trent, first half was absolutely sensational. Um, he was bombing forward. He was getting a lot more... He was, he was a lot more accurate with his passing. Um, Pereira didn't really have that much room to move either. Um, Salah was a bit more fluid down the middle. Um, but it's just like kind of 60-65. We looked absolutely goosed. Just completely knackered. Uh, Fabinho... Wijnaldum, I thought at one point one of them was just going to ask to be subbed off because they're just absolutely flagging. Mm. Um, and that, and it's obviously no, no, no coincidence that, that was when Leicester started to try and get themselves into the game. Uh, I will say, you know, call me positivity merchant, but I feel like he was about 10 minutes late, ten minutes too late with his subs. Um, okay. Yeah, but he usually is. Yeah, but that's the thing. But the thing is, though, he's been fairly decent with them this season. Um, what do you think? Yeah. No, um, yeah. No, I think he's done. He's done fairly well with them so far this season. Nah, but, um, nah, it's, nah, it's been poor. It's been the same rotation of Milner, Milner, Milner. Yeah, Mil, yeah, Mil, yeah Mil, but Mil, we, have, we haven't we haven't lost the game, so they can't. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm talking. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, you see, yeah, true. That's that's what you man want to see. Like you man want your favorites to come on, whereas. He wants to see out the game. <laughs> I mean, Brother, yeah. like, this guy will bring on Shakiri in the 91st minute. That's what he wants to do. I mean, we just have to. Yeah, but, people, like, people wanted Harvey like, Elliott on to go and see at the game. So. <laughs> that's, what man, that's what one man wants. Man wants to bring on like, Harvey Elliott. Yeah, let him. Nah, man. Nah, Ooh. man. Fam, you want to bring out the, the, the most professional players you're going to see out the game. Like, against Salzburg, bring Milner on. That was a very good substitution. Because See, he brought you, Milner. He you brought, even see these men when they come on, bro. They don't yeah, even but, look good. Yeah, but Milner sometimes... I think the only times here where he's been actually good, when he's been good as a sub is probably the, uh, the Salzburg game. But apart from that, these men look finished, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Yeah, but we said that we don't like the substitutions, but he brought on Milner and it solidified the midfield and he brought calm to the midfield. I think Surely you've got to give him a bit of props for, for things like that. No? Yeah, no, 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 I get that. But I think sometimes, all right, th- this may not be the best example, but I think there are certain games where we're comfortable and we're cruising, like, let's say, 70th minute, 2-0, 3-0, and he won't bring anyone on until, like, the 80th or 85th minute. And it's like, big man, what are you doing? Like, And it'd be, be something dumb, like bringing Joe Gomez on at left back. Yes, yeah, so stupid. You man know what Klopp is about, fam. He's a man Stop of ruthless. He's, he's, he's a man of ruthless. I, I don't get no, why, I don't get why you all lack so surprised at this point about <laughs> what he does. <laughs> No, we're not surprised. We're not surprised. He's four years in. You know what he's about. You've read no, the articles. You know what he's about from He's a man of rhythm. He doesn't you know, do but no, mess but up his rhythm. I don't know. We're not, su- we're not surprised. What I'm saying is, it, it just it just looks dumb. Like, with what, certain things what that, you want him to do? No, no, no. no. Right, <laughs> with certain things like this here, for example, Kata, yeah. you want man. You waited a whole summer for me. You said we're not going to buy any more centre midfielders. We just want Keita. You waited that long for him. And even last season, 
and you don't bed him into the squad just because we have some hard games. Bruv, this guy is our record signing, but fair enough, his body breaks down. And when so he comes you, in, exactly? He's, 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 so on question. He was going to... Nah, the thing was, though, he was going to play... When he plays him, when he plays him, he puts him left side of a three. What are you doing? Why are you and sometimes plays him on the wing as well. Three, it's like, and then he takes him on 60 minutes because he ain't, he ain't been effective. Well, of course he ain't been bloody effective. When did he play him for free? When? <laughs> Ridiculous, bro. He's like, he does it on purpose to take him off. Nah, man. I, can't, I, I don't know. And then, when, and then when hard game comes up, you're telling us, ah, oh, Cater's on the bench because he's... Uh, he won't even tell us. You just keep him on the bench until like the 87th minute and then bring him on and then be like, ah, oh, he's not ready. He's not ready. When is he going to be ready? He's going to need time to play. Gomez, he was looking shaky against RC um, Salzburg because he's obviously not match fit like that. Yeah. So, you're, so he needs to build up some match, some match fitness. So like, a game at Leicester was, was a, would, have, would, have, would have been a good game for him to Absolutely play. Absolutely not. Because the way... What are you? You're telling me for the first 60 minutes, 60, 65 minutes, you can even ask Christian Wentz in the game. Our midfield had their midfield locked up. Madison on the wing was not doing nothing. It wasn't until Madison actually moved into the middle when Perez came on, that's when they actually started doing something. But for 60, 65 minutes, we looked so calm. So, Adrian was dealing with everything calm. It wasn't until the 60, 65th minute where Fabinho got that yellow card and, then, and that's when they started moving man. So, you're telling me for 60, 65 minutes, Gomez is not good enough to hold it down. He's more than good enough. He's good enough. He's more than good enough. It might be good enough, but there might be something that Klopp saw in the Salzburg game where he thought, listen, this boy is not match fit. He's not ready yet. He's probably still got a twinge in him. Fair. That he doesn't want to... Re- that he wasn't re- you have to think about that's things fair. like that. That's you know what I'm saying? So I can see that. That's it. He, he might have saw that in a game where it's not... And again, you're playing against Vardy, who's very quick. So then you're going to still have to stretch your body. And he's probably thought, he's not ready yet. Let me give him a game like, let's say... Man United or something. When you're playing a bit against, not Man United. He ain't playing against Man United. Yeah, he, he, nah. he, he won't play. But I'm saying, he won't play for a hot minute. Yeah, no, he has to. I don't want love. He won't. No, he will. He will play. He will play. He'll definitely. What games you seen playing? He'll definitely probably. He'll probably play both games against Genk and either Spurs or Villa. He won't play Spurs. We can't go on Trafford with Lovren. We can't go on Trafford with Lovren, man. Just can't, man. Man, come back. Why, man? What? What are United going to do? What why, are United going to do? Why can't you go Old Trafford with Lovren? That's what are United going to do? Oh, honestly. You see you, man. Love is like a child, isn't it? That you need to hold their hand in it when you go shopping in the supermarket, bro. He's gonna, the Man United fans are going to get on his back. Bro, fuck United, yeah. man. What are they going to do? I don't, yeah, shit, I don't, man. I, fuck I, United. I don't trust him. They've got, shit, they've, they've got worse centre-backs than we have. I know, but it's also a good saying fucking United, but I'll tell you this, yeah. If we go Old Trafford, yeah, and they fucking beat us, yeah? Of all teams, and they beat us, I'm not coming on the pod no more. I'm not coming on the pod no more. I'm letting you look at him now. Yeah, no, I'm not coming on the pod no You have to come on, man. No, I'm not coming on the pod no more because yeah, this is what I'm trying to say, but I can see it. I can see it. We need to make sure. I'm telling you, like, man, you know that shit, don't get me wrong, yeah? But we need to go with the team that we are so confident in. I'm not confident in Lovren. I'm just no, not. but you do, you do, you do know, you, you do know we're dropping points at all traffic. I'm, I'm, I'm no, we're not. No, but it's been too long. It's been too long. It's been too long. We're gonna pan them. Uh, I'm not gonna talk anyway. I'm not gonna talk. Listen, those guys are that bummy. <laughs> Like we'll it, talk we, about we, that later. Yeah, we can talk about that later. But yeah, cool. All right, so all right, let's get into the um Salah stuff. Yeah, so on the group chat on what day was it? Was it yesterday? Was it Sunday? Yes, I, yeah, yesterday we were chatting about Salah. Someone shared some stats of Salah's game. The stats weren't exactly like amazing, but they weren't bad. And then I started seeing he was shit. 
Julian, why was Salah? I just want to. I, I just want to rephrase <laughs> that. No, no, you, you man, you man, don't try to set me up for the for the, for the listening. Like, don't try to set me up. Remember, I did say, I did say, okay, let me rephrase it. It wasn't, it wasn't shit, but it just wasn't great. That's okay. what I said. So, uh, just, uh, so, so, so clarify great. for the listeners. So clarify for the listeners, brother, Don't be brother. shameless host. Don't be a shameless host. You're a nasty guy, fam. Try to <laughs> you up, you're a nasty guy. That was horrible. That was horrible. That was horrible. Fam. Do you want me to? Do you want me to just repeat the stats? Just uh. Yeah, yeah Chris, go on, go, Chris, go, go, go repeat the stats. So, 89 minutes played until he was uh, hacked down by your brethren, Fahi. Um, my brother. <laughs> uh, my brother Chowdhury. Three, three total shots. Two of those which are on target. Three duels attempted. Three duels succeeded, which is a hundred percent success rate. One chance missed, which isn't great. 75% pass accuracy, three key passes, one exception, one tackle, and eight ground duels won. For a guy that was floating uh, up front and then pushing left at certain points in the game. Yeah, so so what so Julian, like what what was your issue with that performance? Because from, from what I saw, I only saw highlights, right? So I only saw match of the day highlights, I've not seen okay. it any more in depth. So from what I could see. All I saw was he created two clear-cut chances. He had one really shit shot in the first half. Yeah, first half he had some really shit shot where he cut in and he just shot it straight at Schmeichel. But he created two clear-cut chances. If one of those chances were taken, he would have come across with like an assist and no one would have said anything. So I don't really get... Are, are you judging by his standards that he's not playing well or are you saying in general he's not playing well? Um. Well, I actually watched the full 90 minutes. Yeah. So this is what I'm going off. Mm-hmm. Um, I see there that they put in three key passes. You did, if you watch the full ninety minutes, you would see, and the seventy-five pass accuracy as well. You would see that there it's was so it, it was there were so many passes that he made. For for example, those, those most of the passes that he made that he made were short passes because you know how Salah likes to do that run, look back, pass it off, and then try pass it again. Those are most of the passes that he made. Now don't get me wrong, Salah's a, a, an amazing player, and I wouldn't have it any any other way. I, I, I love the guy like, but. Games like that, it just, it just, it just, it's not enough. Like stats like that, it's not enough. I, it just doesn't amaze me. Like I felt like the shots that he was having were straight at the keeper, no threat at all. Like it's like what I mentioned last week. Like when Salah is in a good position, Salah and Mane are in good positions, one on ones. I'm not confident that they're gonna score. And games like Leicester proved it because Salah was having shots in front of goal and they were comfy saves for the keeper. So yeah, like. Those stats are right. No, to be honest, those stats are not great because he was actually up front. So, mm. to me, it's not right. But you know what I mean, like yeah, like, yeah like, it wasn't. It wasn't just me. The the force was nothing amazing. Like over ninety minutes, it wasn't nothing amazing. The dribbles that he was completing weren't really. I think there was maybe one one dribble because you said there was like three. There was one dribble which put him in a threatening position. But again, he does what he does. Just a scuff shot goes straight to the keeper's hands. Not threatening at all. So yeah, I'm I'm being critical, but I'm just saying what I saw in the game over the full ninety minutes. Yeah. See, like, so this season he's played what eight games in the Prem. He scored four goals. He's played two in the Champions League. He scored two goals. So six out of twelve. So he's scoring one every two games, basically. Like that's kind of what we would be expecting from him, really. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But you know, um, he's, as, no, as like no. as you said, no, no, no. We're not saying, as, that. as you said, we set the bar so high, so his expectations have been. I'm, I'm saying from what I've expected from when he signed, but now yeah. he's, you know, the guy that he is now. I'm expecting more. Like games like Leicester, I'm expecting you to score. I'm expecting 
the reason I say his game wasn't great is because I'm expecting him to score, so we're not in an uncomfortable position to rely on the 90th minute penalty. That's what I'm saying. Salah and Mane should be seen off. With the trust that they get, they should be seen off teams. Mm-hmm. Especially the calibre of teams that they're facing sometimes, but they're not. It's either one or the other, or on the off day, they're both banging. And it's not. And at times, like Leicester, Salah's performance wasn't good enough. Junior, what do you think? Yeah, no, it weren't good enough. I, I don't know where that's, that's come from, but I, I, I don't know what source that's, that is. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be real. He, his pass was not 75%. It was not seventy five percent. I I watched the night. It was not seventy five percent. Like I, know, I was be, I was being generous as well. I, real no. life, I swear that yeah. the same time. So I was shocked at that stat as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't seventy five percent. It was not. I'm not, I'm not buying that. Like he, he he wasn't he wasn't good. He wasn't. I'm not gonna say he was shit. Yeah, he wasn't good. And the reason why I'm saying he's not good because the basics. I'm talking about the basics. Forget Salah's gifted ability. Yeah. I'm talking about the basics. Hold up, okay, give it off and go. What like he was he lost the ball quite a lot of time. He tried to spray it through the mid in in through the middle over the other side. Didn't go. Um, his touch wasn't good. It, it was a touch of a Ben Teke. Like it was it wasn't good. And I was just thinking to myself, as I'm asking, what, what's wrong with him? What is going on with this guy? Like he's better than this. And I'm not saying obviously because it's Salah expectations were now nah, you want I need you to score three goals a game. No. I'm just going by the chances he's got and, and opportunities that he gets. I'm I'm purely going off that, and he should have more. He should have completely more goals than what he's got now. Like the stat sounds good, mm. fair enough when you add it up, but he should have more. And if you, if you go by all these Salah's highlights for the season, you will see he probably should have double what he's had now. Cool. So how like, I actually can't remember how he started off last season. I'm sure he started off the same. Did he? Yeah, not? yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 As I said I, I, I was, um, was having that. Um, when Fruit was getting these feelings and I was saying, okay, yeah, Salah had their better season than he first come. Mane mm. had a better season last season, so they won one. So, yeah, he started the same way and obviously he was, but his performances wasn't good. But he came out where, obviously, you know, he got the goals and hats off to him. But performance-wise, he, he, he started off the same way how he is now. And I don't know whether, as I said in the group, I think sometimes his own good, just rest him. Like, I'm not talking about between MK Dons and the Carling Cup. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Give him a little break. Like, you know, if we're struggling in the game, good. We've got Arsenal there in the bench, bring him on. Let him do something. But I think for his own sake, sometimes Klopp needs to say, no, let me just withdraw him. Because yeah. it can't be good playing, playing, obviously, for the whole season. And obviously, at his pace and at his intensity, it's a lot. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I, I think, I think, I personally think Liverpool fans are beating him with the quality stick that he's kind of given us. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I think people are underappreciating certain things. So no matter what this season, he's still our most progressive player in the team. Statistically, that's proven. He creates the most attacking chances in the team. Again, that's proven. Like he's well, obviously not. He's he's created more chances. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Yeah, now nah, he has. Overall, if you look at throughout this, it don't actual pass season, though. It don't pass more than Firmino though. Yeah, so but it, so what it, you mean for himself? No, nah, not for himself. As in, like for other people. Like you. Forget, but we don't judge. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't judge. He's a dribbler in it, and he runs with the ball. So then he's picking up yards like that as well. So he's moving with the ball, and also he's always popping it off, like one or two touches. So mm. that's where I think that comes in as well. So it's not the well, final third stat. No, the final third, final third. When he's in the final third, he's, he's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Our yeah, three, our three most got. progressive players are statistically right now. It's Salah, Firmino, then Mane. Mm. 
But okay. what you got to remember, though, the only problem I have, uh, uh, the only problem I have is that fair enough, he is our most progressive player in that sense. But he's our shooter. He's supposed to score goals. Yeah, hundred so percent. We judge we judge him on positions on how he performs when he's in front of goal, and a lot of the times, it's got shot straight at the keeper. So recently, yeah. especially, like he's not our winger where we're expecting him to take a man on and beat a man and cross it in and then give the other man a goal. Like mm. he can do that. He has the ability to do that, and he's proven he can do that. But we judge him on his goal scoring because he is our main goal scorer. So. Yeah, that's that's yeah. where that's where the grabs can come from. Yeah, no, that's fair. That, that is fair. If like really and truly he is our main goal scorer. So if he's not bagging how he should be bagging, and you can see like, you know, we, we can obviously see that he's not exactly being the most clinical in front of goal. Um, it's obviously fair to criticize him. I just think sometimes we are a piece harsh on him. Um mm. I think we can all admit to that as well. But yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I if it was by I think we are unfair in him, man. We, we are unfair. No, we. I don't think so. No, nah, no. Nah, I don't nah. think so. Glam, glam. When he came to this country, you did not think he's gonna score thirty-two goals in the league. Of course not. I didn't want him. I didn't want him. There we go. I didn't want him. I thought he was totally <laughs> flop, but no, they clocked one him either. Uh, clocked one. one Julian Brandt. So yeah. Clocked was feeling the same as me. So like, now that now that he's taken a slump, like every every person does. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, he he is probably maybe he's, he's got like the world, and he thinks that he has to be the Superman. He thinks mm. that he has to be the guy, which is showing in his game that like, he has to be the guy. That yeah. does something. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't. Have yeah, to yeah. Be. No, I get you. I do know what I'll 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 profess that. Obviously, certain people listening probably be like, "Raw, I didn't know that." But I since 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 I found that he was looking around Madrid move, I've kind of gone off him. I'll be honest, and maybe that's playing a part in me getting at him. Nah. Do you think he's, do you think he was looking at that? Yeah, yeah, he definitely said that. He just said it. There's all football. Every single if a footballer doesn't want to reach the highest pinnacle of his game, in it, you have to look at that footballer a bit yeah, sadly. Shut up after flipping re resurrect your career and got you looking like Messi. True. Like True. you know what I mean? I don't want to hear that. Shit. <laughs> you know, Baby. Wait, wait at least three seasons or something. Not, not when you first bomb it up and that. Yeah. So I think I that's think, uh, why I'm, I'm a bit dig it. I dig at him. The yeah. thing is, I, I still I get, think I in the gone. reasons. I get him for football reasons. Personally, I don't, I don't do all that. Time. I'm just saying football because what I'm seeing, what I'm saying, and Mane as well. Don't get twisted. But when Mane plays for you, know me. I get him. Um, for me, knows. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. becoming, it's becoming more of a theme with Salah. Like, especially when I saw it at crucial times last season. Like, you know, the famous January when we should have got, when we should have got three points at one in one of those four games. Like, it became a theme then. So that's why. I'm like, when it's yeah. becoming a theme now, obviously it's not an issue because hey, I have eight wins, of course. Like, it starts for three points, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, like, you're looking at it in some games, it's frustrating to watch. Just to watch as well, it's frustrating. Like, come on. Yeah. But, yeah, I get yeah. that, but you can't, you can't be messy, you can't be perfect all the game, man. He's not messy, he's not Ronaldo, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but it's funny, though, obviously, when, when Salah gets sick, that's when everyone thinks we're being harsh. But everybody else, like no one says, "Oh, you're being harsh. You're being harsh." No, but the but we the, kill Henderson. Henderson, you know why? Captain of the um, Champions League. It's he true, but him. but but this like someone like Hendo hasn't played to the level of Salah. So with Salah, our expectations are so high because he's just so good. Someone yeah, like Hendo. Fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I understand that. And I, I appreciate that. But what I'm saying is obviously with like a little. Thing, if you just say one little thing about Salah. It said, oh, no, it's blown as a big thing. It's like we can't say nothing about Salah. That's fair. That's like, because it, it seems like now, probably in the pod, that like we're, we're killing Salah and don't want him in a club. 
That's how it come yeah. across maybe to some people, but that's not the case at all. We're just saying, you want, yeah, you want to see more. You want to see more. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. better. Okay. Oh, you want to see better. Yeah, okay. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I see think... More... Go on. More clinical. I just want to see more clinical, to be honest. That's it, if I'm honest. Just more clinical finishing. Like, uh, don't overthink stuff. Like, remember when he first came, he wasn't overthinking it. I yeah. think not. I feel like now he's feeding himself. Yeah. I don't want to get him because I love Salah. Like, yeah. And as Graham said, it's gonna it's gonna sound like we're hating on him, but we want him at the club. But no, like, I like him. It's just that I just want to see him him get less stick because games like this don't look good on him as well. Like, yeah, we he's lucky that this was a three o'clock because if this was a five forty or a twelve forty, people would be on him mm. in real life if they watch the full mm. name full name in. So, yeah, man, just like easier finishing, just ease off the dribbling, just like. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a professional footballer, so I can't even give him advice. But yeah, man, a bit nah, more yeah. clinical from him. That's all I want. Chris, question for you: Do you think ever since that Burnley game, it's affected his game in the sense of the way he is less greedy when he's in front of goal? I've seen him lay it off a lot more since. He does lay it off a lot more, to be fair. But I think the one thing I'll always go, I, I'm going to go back to is. It's two contrasting performances from him because he bags the two goals against Salzburg and they're two excellent finishes that you expect a centre forward to kind of to do, especially in where you know makes it three nil and then he makes it four three. So it, it it seems like it is just swings and roundabouts at the moment. But you are right; he's laying it off a lot more. I think you are seeing Mane take a lot more control of games, grabbing him by the scruff of the neck. Um, now I think everyone's made pretty decent pretty decent points. To be fair, it's just. I was literally just reading that he's creating he's creating a chance every forty four minutes, brother. Like that's mental. Like Which I don't know mad. how people. You can't you can't tell me Firmino creates more than Salah. Salah creates the most. He has no, a goal. He has he a goal. Probably, yeah. He probably, I think, I think the, yeah. I think the thing with Firmino is obviously he facilitates a lot more. So I think yeah. that obviously that that perception is there, and he probably does create a lot more chances. But I probably think Salah creates a lot more big chances. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. because obviously he's yeah. more involved. Well, it's not more involved in the final third, but the mo- the majority of touches he will take are in the you know in the box, in the box, so, and around there. Yeah, um, it's nothing to be worried about. It's like we said, it, the same thing happened last season, and 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 he'll pro- and he bagged how many goals did he bag last season? Pretty much close twenty two. Twenty two. I think he'll bag twenty plus this season as well. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, this we, we, we won't be shocked if this guy hits thirty goals or comps at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and we and I think the good no. thing is as well we're not having not to all. we're not having to what do you mean he's not going to back 30 <laughs> no, goals I said, no not at all no 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 I said no no I wouldn't, I wouldn't. boy you know boy, like, the you way he pulled you up uh, yeah, Chris is ready no I he got to swam you ready turn to my dad I turned to my dad for a second then Hey, Gab, hey, you see how the SPS eased off tonight? Yeah, like, he protection agency. Yeah. They tried to come with an interrogation. I was like, listen, no comment to that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's a good situation to be in. Yeah. To be it's, it's a good complaint to have. Like, we're upset that our guys aren't scoring more goals. This, like, is, the th- this is the thing, though. We're not having to rely on him as much as we did. Probably, well, to be fair, we, we had to rely on him a lot last season but Mane stepped up and became that guy but obviously 17-18 without him we wouldn't have been any touching anywhere yeah, near competitions cool, cool. Um, yeah. but that's, that's that's a good thing I mean obviously Bobby's pop, pop, uh, popping up with a lot more goals 
but obviously he balances that with assists. Mane's a killer gunman. Um, going back to the game of the weekend, if um, <laughs> uh, if an unidentified uh, masked assailant wouldn't have smacked Chamberlain in the back of the head with the ball, I think he would have played. Yeah. What happened? He actually got hit uh, with the ball? Yeah, he got smacked in the back of the head by a ball in training. Um, and apparently he had a concussion. Oh, man, I've got the joke. No, no. I thought that was a joke. No, no. Uh, Don't die. Real thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've done that? They didn't, they didn't say because they knew he would get fucking hounded on Twitter. So. Oh, I was loving. 100% I was loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris with that team, man. Chris coming through. He's probably Harvey Elliott. Say he's missing info, isn't it? He's missing info. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, missing info. <laughs> <laughs> no, I right. mean, uh, yeah. I just... uh, wicked. All right, so eight wins out of eight. What? 30, game, 30 games to go. What are we saying? Like, get, get, like, what are we predicting from the rest of the season? Because, I, like, like, what I'm speaking to people, I'm speaking to rival fans, City fans, United fans, everything. They're coming up with predictions. They're already saying that, you know, we're winning the league and if we don't, we've bottled it. Well, that's and the, now, that's, and, that's and the only because, reason they're saying because it. We're, it? Because we're counteracting that comment with it's only eight games. Like, how can you say that we're saying we're going to win the league? We're not even saying that. They're then saying that we're pussying out of the situation and, you know, all this stuff. Like, what is the situation here? Like, what do you guys think is going to happen? Are we allowed to... Like, is it a bottle? Is it a bottle job situation if we don't win it from here? Like, fam, we're not even we're not even a quarter away, quarter of a way through the, to the season. Exactly. Relax. Everyone needs to relax, fam. Like, we haven't even got to 10 games yet. Like... Chill out. Like, anything can happen. We can have a mad run where we can just lose four games in a row. Anything can happen. Like, just relax. We, obviously, like, we're doing well. 8 out of 8 is looking promising, um, especially from our form last year. So, we've obviously shown that we can amass a high amount of points over the 38 games. But relax, man. Like, we've still got bare competitions that we're in. We've still got a long season. You never know who can get injured. Like, the season's still unfolding. So, nothing to really look into. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and in terms of them saying that's what we're going to boil it, like, well, well, can you blame us? It's, we've it's, literally, we've literally just started in October, and yeah. people are trying to start this off with like, oh, they're gonna win the league. Like, no, you can't say that. Like, yeah, don't yeah, us, no. yeah, they don't can't. Us, bro. Yeah, it's, it, it, they're trying to see just throw the jinx stuff. They obviously, know what they're doing. They know yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, obviously, I, I said uh, start of the season we we're gonna win the league anyway, but my attitude towards it is like, you know, I'll be honest, go go each game, and obviously we're eight in. Um, eight wins, more than I imagined. Um, playing Chelsea, playing Arsenal. Um, well, Arsenal ain't really nothing, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, playing obviously a, a good Leicester side as well. So if we look at those, a, a tough Burnley as well. Um, you yeah. know, so looking at looking at those fixtures already, eight out of eight. Then I mean, they're, diff- they're different in um, certain ways, and we've come out on top. Now City have been, you know, I mean, got slapped up by Norwich, who are getting packed in now by other clubs. Um, they lost obviously to Wolves who are struggling. Now it looks rosy. By the same time, as you said, like, they can put a run together. We just got to focus on each game as it comes. Exactly, and that that's it. We're not getting ahead of ourselves. They just want to throw. I've seen all the banners about VAR, and I see Pep. Pep is obviously making little sly comments. Like I don't know why it's so. I thought he had more integrity than that. I'll be honest with you. Like I've just seen him for what he is now. He knows like, what he's doing. He, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He knows he's what making, he's doing. Yeah, he's talking so much, but he's adding in little comments. Like, the old punk. 
Yeah, like it's, it's quite embarrassing for man. That's obviously the winner and everything. You can tell. So I, I can't wait if we when we, once we do it to just rub it in his face. But yeah, it's too soon. I'm not getting all excited because that's when the omens start biting you in the butt, mate. Have you guys read that um, extract from his book? Yeah, yeah. No, I heard. I heard about some quotes from it. All right, so I'm going to read out for the listeners. That, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. So basically, in the book, he says it's a bit like a recipe. League titles are won in the last eight games, but they're lost in the first eight. Experience has taught him the importance of not losing the league in the first two months of the championship. Sure, you can drop a few points, but not too many. Two or three points behind, four at the most, is all any team can afford at the end of the first eight games. That's his quote. Like that. That's what he said in his book. So, I don't agree with that. When was, can, can I ask, when was that book um, released Lord knows, boy. Like, like nah, I, I'm not, I'm not Waterstones in it. Like, I don't know, man. He's talking from his, ex- yeah, he's talking from his experience, which is fair. Because, I'm because you know why? You know what? Do you know why I say that? Because why? from Pep, from Pep's experience, yeah, the only teams that he's really lost the league to is Real Madrid, and I think, yeah, that's it, really. Real Madrid, isn't it? If I'm, if I'm, and um, sorry, and Chelsea. But Chelsea, and Chelsea yeah. as well, yeah. Okay, but that yeah. doesn't count because that was the first season and he was yeah, like... so that was the first yeah. season. So what I'm saying is with, with the... It depends on when the book was made, but with the first eight games, it's different. Don't you think it's a, it's a bit different in the Spanish league? Because in the Spanish league, once you've lost the first eight games and Real Madrid have not had a mad run because every team below them is whack, um, don't teams like Barcelona say, fuck it, let's start throwing our chips at the Champions League. Yeah, it's true. concentrate it's on true. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in the yeah, Premier League... In, in the Premier League, and it, I, I assume this is the same in other leagues or in other European leagues, but in the Premier League, it's not like that. Like, it can still be November, um, January even, and teams are still like, you know what, we can still pick up a good run of form and then boom. Because there's been a lot, quite a few teams which have been in the pack, and then when it comes to January, February, they're still pushing through, and then, yeah, that's when they start winning it. So it depends on when the book was made, because his experience, his experience in the Premier League definitely won't determine that, especially coming from last year. And the year before, he just blitzed it. So it's, it's, even that was like easy for him. So it just depends, honestly. So I, I'm, I'm not looking too much into that. Hmm. Nah, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think no manager will, 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 um, will um, quote, re-quote that. I'll be honest, in that experience. Even Chairman McFergie, I don't think any manager will say that. It's purely from his experience. Like, eight points can be cut down to two within a week, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 it just, come it's on. still hard. Like it's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, quick, a quick Christmas period that goes wrong for the team at the top, boom. Exactly. It's finished. Exactly. Yeah, so. uh, 2014, that book, by the way. Yeah, 2014. So, yeah. Thank that's, you, Waterstones. That's him, that's him coming <laughs> off the back of. That's him coming off the back of um, uh, season of Bayern Munich and and really his only competition at Barcelona. So. Yeah, yeah well, I think, that's true. I, I don't think maybe is one is coming from Spain, but it's probably coming from. He's probably looked at different records from around Europe and he's probably looked at different things from around what other people have said. He's probably done it off the basis of um, obviously just the time in Spain where it was, it wasn't even, it didn't even have Atletico Madrid at that point, did they? Because they yeah, didn't really nah, kick in no. until 2013. So, I mean, two yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah. you can kind of compare the league now to La Liga in, a, in it being a two horse race. But we, but we won't give up, but Man City and Liverpool won't give up the Premier League just to go for the Champions League. So that's that's what I feel like is different because in La Liga, yeah. once Real Madrid have got a bad run of form, they're saying from November 
before even the Christmas break, fuck it, Champions League thing, and then that's what they'll do, just fuck off the league and go for the Champions League. Yeah, I year. think yeah, I think even like say for example we get halfway through the season and let's say the gap is like ten points, City still won't give up. City yeah. won't focus on the Champions League. They they still they still will think they can get the Prem. Well, this is the thing. I mean, look what they did. The, I mean, look what they did last season. What was the, exactly. what, what was the gap at Christmas? Seven seven or eight points. And that's that should be a healthy lead. And if I think if you look at the circumstance for last season, if you put put our results in front of us, um, and then you say, okay, you're going to go on this run till the end of the season, and you'd be like, okay, mm. cool, you'd be happy with that. But then you look at what City did, and what was it, 15, 16 games. Wins, wins. Yeah, it's just not a single drop. Point. That's ridiculous, and that's why I'm. That's why no one should be getting ahead of themselves at this point as well, that's because exactly. you know they can that. replicate that exact same form. But 100%. I think the only the, the one thing that's I say giving me hope, but is standing out more than anything else. You look at the two games that stand out prominently from last season that they lost. So the Newcastle game and the Crystal Palace game. Mm. I remember watching that Newcastle game. Newcastle got very, very lucky to win that game. Mm. And obviously Crystal Palace, they won that because of the Townsend. Just, I mean, did that one goal of the season, goal of the FIFA goal of the year, didn't it, or something? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that was a, that was a, that was was a punch a, in the gut for them. Literally, that's, that was, that's a screamer. Yeah. So that, that's what it took to defeat them twice last season. And obviously the Chelsea game before that. But Whereas this season, the games they've lost, they've actually they've lost bad probably. Yeah, They've lost yeah. quite badly. I mean, look, you, just look at how they look at the two goals they conceded the weekend to Wolves. Yeah, ter- and, and, and Wolves and Wolves. Like, t- t- I don't know if everyone did watch the game, but first half Wolves should have scored. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and him and twice. Raul, is it Raul Jimenez? Exactly. A couple yeah. chances. And obviously, I do feel like, yeah. I I do feel like that centre back position for City. Like they, it'll be. I don't want to. I don't want to put any predictions, but before they sort it out, I think. It'll, the league might be too far gone because Fernandinho's in the back. But this is the, this. This, this is the thing as this. well. Like the Fernand, it's a knock, it's a cascading knock-on effect. So obviously Fernandinho would take the yellow card. He would take someone out of the game before they yeah, even get yeah, no. get to, before they get to that final third. You're not getting that with Rodri, so it's a knock-on effect, and he can't do that centre back because he'll get a red card. Exactly. And I said the start of the season, and and some people be like, "What are you talking about, bro?" I said, "Listen, they if they don't replace company, yeah." I know he went out and out regular playing 30 games last season, but it's that leadership. And you know he, he can boss the game, put a couple of objections in him, he's, he's, he's good as gold. Listen, I said, if you don't replace company, you're going to be in a bit of trouble. Then they lost Laporte. I'm telling you, they're, that, they're, they're losing games based on no leadership at the back. And yeah, 100%. Come... And also, like, last three games, they've had three different left-backs playing. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. like, there, there's all those little things. Like, it's not a subtle team, so it'll be it's interesting not, yeah. to see what happens. And, and last season as well, when they were going on a mad run, they had the FA Cup and they had a League Cup. They was able to... And they had weaker teams, so they was able to play a yeah. weaker team in those games, So which means so you're resting... was amazing. Yeah, you're, you're amazing. resting... You're resting your better players to play in the league and in the Champions League. Then they got knocked out of the Champions League, so which allowed them... Yeah, so they got knocked out in the quarterfinals, which is usually around April, March, April. So that allowed them to rotate even more. So now, with the lack, I won't say lack of squad depth, but the injuries that they're getting or they have got key ones, key and ones, it's very key ones. Yeah. It's gonna be. I want to see how they cope with that. Obviously, they're gonna go in January. They're gonna try blow out. They're gonna buy at the bar. Who do you think they could, a, Who do you think they could realistically buy though, centre backwards? Apparently, they want Sonny Sunshine. What's his name? The Leicester. 
Yeah, 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 yeah that done. Yeah. Do you, yeah. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to blow the bag on him then. If they oh, yeah, but they want they they they're more looking um, cover rather than is he that guy to bring them to the next level? And that's why that's why I think it's gonna be I'll start because Sunshine yeah he's seen he's setting the Leicester but expectations are completely different isn't it. Yeah. So I'm gonna, say gonna... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something that people might not think. But I actually don't think Pep was buying, but I think Pep will be very stubborn. Man. Nah, get out of here. He's definitely buying someone, man. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You know what? I think if come come Christmas. If it depend, yeah, it really depends on the points of the league, whether he buys or not. If he, if if they can still catch him, he feels you know what, there's still realistic chance he will buy. He if can, there's not, yeah. I don't think he'll buy. It. I think you wait till summer if, if there's nah. no chance. Nah, I think I, 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 I think he can rationalize it by saying, but by, by getting rid of. Well, this is if, this is even if he stays next season. They can rationalize it by getting rid of. They can rationalize it by getting rid of Otamendi and Stones because he clearly doesn't like both of them. Yeah. All right, cool. That's enough City talk, man. I'm sick of them. All right, next four games. <laughs> next four games, you've got three of the traditional top six. So we've got United, Spurs, Villa and City. Um, a question came in from Onu Kanak underscore. Uh, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, my guy. Um, anyways, he's asking, how many points do you expect from our next four Prem fixtures? So United away, Spurs at home, Villa at home and City away. Ellis, what are you thinking? Ten. 10 points. 10 points. So where do you think we're going to drop the points? City? Uh, but you know what? The way football is sometimes, yeah, I just have always have this bottom barrel feeling that we'll just drop it at Aston Villa or something, man. That Villa will come, sit back and just sign. I don't know. I have, I have a sickness like that. So what is an acceptable points tally from those four fixtures? It's got to be 10, man. Because do you think I move Man United? I saw, I saw some stat on Twitter. And some guy said that we've had one win at Man United in the eighties. Yeah, the we've, we've not we've not won in ages. Yeah, yeah. we are we are terrible at that ground. Uh, we are so bad. We always get draws there. So I know, like um, Julian was saying that we we'll, we might drop points. It's a possibility because even last season was supposed to beat them up. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've said this before online, and I'll say it again. If we cannot beat United right now, then we don't deserve the league. Hundred percent. End of. Because they're of the Hundred percent, they're there for the taking, and it, we watched them against Newcastle, and they look abject. They were they, di- they were diabolical. They, they were finished. so bad, like you didn't know what was happening, and obviously it makes you happy as a Liverpool fan. But then you always go back to like, the Fergie years, and you're thinking, "Wow, this is just like literally damn homie." Back in high school, you was the man, homie. Man, homie. <laughs> <laughs> he's, li- he's literally like you sitting there thinking, "I used to pray for times like this to run." <laughs> <laughs> I think what's going on? So, like, yeah, Fahi, you're right. If we do not beat this Man United team... We don't deserve the league, man. No, we End don't. Of. We don't. Um, Julian, what are you thinking? Uh, those four fixtures, how many points? Uh, I'm, I'm, get, I'm becoming the pessimist of the group. But out of those four, me personally, I think we're getting seven, eight. Whoa, okay. All right, so where are we dropping points? Uh, United, and I've got to pay respects to City, the team that got... 198 points of the last two seasons we could hold an L or draw at their ground but okay. United no see and at United I think Liverpool we just as Ellis mentioned before Liverpool are just not good at all chapter so I've become used to drawing there even when they're even when they're terrible so yeah man and then cool alright Aston Villa Spurs win Okay, cool. All right, so talking of Old Trafford, um, a question's come in from Nazir LFC and um, Junior. He's asking, is it time for Klopp to stop playing conservative away to Old Trafford? Uh, 
<laughs> well, I've been saying this for how long. I don't know why he goes there and does that. And and I think it's because he don't want to go there and lose. But this season now, he, he has to go there in the, in the state of, of the current um, form that they're in, the state that they're in, personnel that they have, the squad that we have and how we're playing. Yeah, obviously we need to go there and win. He needs to go there and just pull it on them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. To, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to what's called to um, interrupt you, mm. but I actually disagree with that Klopp actually goes there to play conservative because I've actually seen on uh, when he's at Old Trafford, he actually screams at Salamone and Firmino to get forward. But yeah, these guys is and also to be fair, I'll be very fair to United. Apart from last season, where I just felt like I, I honestly couldn't explain what happened because I'm sure Klopp didn't want to play conservative because he knew Man United were bad. To be fair to them, whenever we go there, they do set up defensively well, very well against us. And we actually, and for some reason, either Rashford or someone will have a decent game. So, over really, the- no, no, yeah, they do, but that's the, that's 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 what they know because Klopp can't break teams down. That's where it goes. But um, he, we need to go there, with, and I think we will. Only thing I'm worried about is Martial. That's the only player that worries me in that team. Like. He is, he is that guy. And he always gives Trent a horrid time. Always gives Trent a horrid time. But I think, obviously, going to Prince's question, we'll get 12 out of 12. But he will go there. He goes, he's conservative when it comes to Man United. But this season, I think it might be different. And I'm hoping so. Just by the fact of the situation that we're in now. And he knows Oli's struggling. He knows Oli's struggling. I'm just hoping now he goes there and he does the thing. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, it, it, it's it's going to be a massive disgrace if we do not come away with three points. Oh, I, God, honestly, like, I will be, I'll actually be sickened to the point that we lock off the pod for that week. Like, we don't. Yeah, I won't be coming it, on anyway. Like, come... honestly, Ellis, like, I'm gonna put that in now. Like, we won't even have one because it's it's that disgusting if we don't. I'll, be, I, I'll, I'll honestly do on my watch because I'm resigned to the fact that we're gonna draw anyway. Man, are requesting annual leave from the pod, you know? This nah, I'm just saying. Nah, like, like <laughs> they don't even deserve time and effort if they can't. Nah, we can't, can't right be drawing. No draw. No like draw. those guys are so bad. Like it's unbelievable some of the performances they've been putting in. You know like, what it is? I thought the same way when we went to Stanford Bridge because we never do well there as well. Like when we go yeah. to these grounds where we historic, I'm, I'm more confident that going to the Etihad than I'm going to Old Trafford and Stanford Bridge yeah. before. I'll take more pride that. out of a point from Villa than a point from United right now. I'll take more pride from a away point from Villa. Mm. If we draw and Man United don't beat them, yeah, I'm not coming to the board. <laughs> so, so apparently Martial's gonna be fit, so I'm just like checking up on stuff. Like he just missed, he just he just missed it um, for the Newcastle game, but yeah, yeah, he should be back for um, the Liverpool game. I don't know if, we'll see, but yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, mm. cool. Next question. Um, let's go with friend of the pod, Mush. Um, he's asking, is there a reason we're not fluid at the moment? Even more confusing because Fabinho's form has meant we pass it through the pitch a lot better. Saying it's Ginny and Hendo is too simple because they have also been heavily involved at our scintillating best. Um, Julian, what are you thinking? Why are we not so fluid? Okay, here's why I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, and I'm sorry, Mush, but I'm going to have to disagree with you and say, it is on midfield. So you're going with Ginny and Hendo, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it, it's to do with that. And I also do feel like... I also do feel like the number nine position is sometimes, sometimes, sometimes wasted. 
well, uh, yeah, sometimes wasted. Because I do feel like Firmino's average position on the pitch is in and around like the number 10 centre mid position. So then when Mane and Salah have to move him forward and the others like um, Trent and um, Robbo are on, the, are on the wings, like, it's a bit like we still have that, it feels like sometimes we still have that one player missing in the attack. So, mm. our midfield, our midfield is, is, is the main issue anyway because we're not wavy enough. Like, our midfield is not wavy enough to carry the ball forward so Firmino can just get the um, get the ball in, like, the final third position instead of having to drop back. Yeah, I, I think... Sometimes fuck it yeah, up. And, I think there's a and, lack of balance. Yeah, lack of balance at times, yeah. So, that's the best way to put it, for me. Yeah, no, I agree. Does anyone disagree with that? Um... um I don't know. I I, I think um, personally, when, when, okay, let's let's say consistently over a stretch of six games. When was we fluent? Twenty seventeen. I'm not gonna lie. The twenty seven, the twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Exactly. The last time I had a must be very, exactly. Very, that, that's very that's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. I'll be honest. Like we we show glimpses, but you know, I may maybe this is because you know last season I know we, we 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 went we lost one game and we come a whisker away from winning the title. I think maybe that's what Klopp's obviously looked at and said, you know, we need a balance. And maybe that is why we're not seeing it. Because right now we're eight out of eight. Have we been fluent? No. But what would we take? Would we take the fluent football and finish, what, second? Or would we take what we're getting now and finish first? So I think maybe it could be the midfield. I, I would no- normally look at it and say, yeah, it's the midfield. The pairing, as you said, is not good. But it could be just the fact that they, we, we looked from both of our games on our side, to be honest. And yeah. sorry, to interject, sorry to interject again, yeah. Um, I do also feel like once the season opens up a bit, and I'm going to give Klopp time, I'm going to kill myself giving Klopp this time, but I do feel once the season opens up a bit, we'll become more food when teams are less um, trying to break us down and like, sit back. I do feel like when teams go for it, we'll go for it as well, because that's kind of what happened at the end of the season, last season. Mm. Yeah, I also think the fluidness comes, it depends what game we're playing, man. Um, I think Klopp has now come to the realisation, like Glam said, let's just be conservative. Let's just be, let's just control games. Um, the open open football. There's no need for it. Yeah, it's not really any need for it. It depends, it depends on the really? game. It depends on the game, really. And it depends, like, mm. again, like Glam said, um, uh, I think Glam said, on how the team, no, sorry, what Julian said, how the team all how the team we're playing uh, sets up. So, obviously, if you give us space, then we're going to pick you apart. Um, if you're going to sit back, we're going to be very conservative and we're going to look for, we're going to be patient and look for the gaps. So, I think it just depends on the game, really. Again, uh, would you rather be more conservative, pick up points, or would you want to be... Entertaining and, and, yeah, yeah bust yeah. it open and let's... I was saying that. We was mad entertain, entertaining in... a. 17-18, really lovely football, but we finished yeah. four. Yeah. And we lost to the exactly. Champions League final. And we did and we just looked at the team like, yeah, everybody likes Liverpool. You no, know, everyone was like, oh yeah, they play the best football. Oh yeah, yeah. Liverpool. Arsenal, but now Arsenal back in the day. Arsenal, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they play good. They're like the English English Barcelona, but it wasn't really getting anywhere. Yeah. So I I've conservative, bruv. Everyone sit back, do your thing. I like do you know the team I really like? Chelsea. Between 04 and 06, Mourinho's Chelsea. To be honest, to be honest, even historically, from our like from what we've seen of Liverpool in our lifetime, the most conservative teams have been the most successful. So yeah. Julia's reign yeah. was and conservative Benitez. as hell, and yeah. Benitez yeah. was conservative as hell. As and looked hell. like, do you get what I mean? Like, of course, of course. It, it, it's just it's proven. Like it's a proven thing. You may not like it. Some people may not like it, but 
conservative football gets us the most success. True. And yeah. I'll be very honest, though. I'll be very honest, though. We're not that conservative because our problem is this season. It's not that. Because, for example, games like uh, Newcastle, Leicester, we are quite fluid in our in our in our attacks. It's yeah. just our final fo- our final finishing can be a problem. Even even at times when we was at Sheffield um, in the first half, we was quite fluid in terms of getting our players into those positions. Just our final third with Mane and Salah finish it off. That's the issue a lot of the time. That's why it doesn't look like we're scoring loads because before we were scoring, winning three ones and four twos and five twos and shit. Like that, we were scoring those goals, and now we're just not scoring and we're just not creating as much in the final minutes as well. Yeah, no, 100%. All right, cool. Next question, Krish. Um, Flyboy Black is asking, when and how long will our inevitable blip be if we have one? Um, well, you'd probably say this next run of games. You think? I, I don't. I think we'll take... I think we'll take 10 points. So that's not a blip, really, is it? No, but I mean... It depends what you have as a blip. It's I think that winter break helps us out a fair bit as well. Um, you just can't predict the future, can you? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Um, I think people would argue now that the you know lack of lack of form over the past few games would have been our blip, but just just gotta see how the season unfolds, really. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, Junior, what do you think? When's our blip going to be? Is it going to be the standard winter thing, like J- yeah. January, February time? I'm, I'm worried. I'm, um, I don't know when the blip's going to... I don't think we're going to have a blip. What I'm worried about is December. This um, this club competition thing that I was quite excited about getting to now. Um, <laughs> I, I Wait, now you're not excited? Nah, man. I'm, I'm looking at the games, like, you know, back to back. And obviously the games have got to play. We've got to catch up as well, and obviously on our Premier League. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go because our squad's not that thick. But you know, we're, we're touch wood. We're okay with injuries right now. You know what I mean? We're okay with injuries right now. But yeah, I'm worried about that part. So it could come in December. I just hope, obviously, it doesn't. But yeah, that's when I think it'll come. In terms the of the fixture wise, the thing I don't is, if it happens, then that's kind of when City will drop points as well again. So. Like, yeah, yeah, no, but it's our recovery I'm worried about, isn't it? Yeah, I'm worried about the reco- How do we recover? I know City, obviously, you know, they, they, sometimes they're quite used to chasing and recovering. Our recovery, I don't know. So that's why I'm like, you know, December. I'm worried. Once we get through December, I'm, I'm, I'm more relaxed. Cool, cool, cool. All right, two more questions, and then we're done. So, certif- certified Ty is asking opinion on what Gomez and Matip bring to the team, and also, how can Cater and Ox be integrated into the team to provide fluidity? Um, let's go with Ellis. Um, Gomez, Gomez brings it brings a lot of pace and recovery. Yeah, a lot of recovery. Uh, it brings a lot of strength. I think. I think. Yeah. So for for everything that Gomez brings. Uh, Matip brings something else so Matip brings he, he's a good dribble of the football so he, he, he progresses well with the ball from the def, from a first phase of come and speak sorry from the first phase of play so he's someone that can bring the ball into midfield mm. and um, 
get the ball up, get the ball quicker to like Firmino or to the midfield. Um, he reads the book. He reads the game better as well. That was that was my next point. He he's a better reader of the game. If you if you watch some time, sometimes Matip he gets always in front of the defender because he's one. He's a very tall human being, but also he's he said he's switched on. And he knows where to be at the right time. Um, I think Gomez has a, has that to learn, but Gomez is pace. Gomez is more physical than Matip. I'll personally say uh, he has better physical attributes as well. He's, like I said, quicker and stronger. Um, how can we integrate Keita and Ox? I think it's just a time thing because both players are coming back from injuries, especially Ox. Ox is coming back from like a year-long out. So his one is it's more take time with it. And also we're coming to a period where there's going to be more games. So we're coming into November, this November, December, January, mm. where our season's going to be defined. So that's when he's going to start playing. I think when he first started, when he first came to Liverpool, that's when he started to pick up as well. From November, December, January, that's when he started to come into the game. So um, usually with Klopp, he likes to reintroduce players after November. After November, he did the same with Fabinho last season. Fabinho, exactly. So um, I think those type, those players, even like the likes of Shaqiri, they're going to see more game time after November. So I think we're going to start integrating them then. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, cool. There's one last question. Um, we can all answer this one with our favourite moments. So, Daps underscore 95 is asking, your favourite Klopp moment so far during his LFC career? I'll go first. So, my favourite moment is, like, obviously, I'm not the the biggest Hendo supporter, but, you know, I respect that he won the Champions League. But, you know, like, when they finally won it and the way, like, Hendo embraced Klopp and they're both, like, crying in each other's shoulders yeah bruv that that got that got me choked up in it that's my favorite that's my favorite <laughs> moment i was like man, you know what like bro. hendo had that moment like you know what i've been a loser for so long <laughs> and, such a and, and, and finally finally <laughs> dad a bus case. yeah finally a bus case fight no one could question my credentials no more <laughs> like that's my favorite moment um what do you guys think like what, what's your favorite moment chris uh when you tell Deutsch to fuck off that was quite funny <laughs> uh, no favourite clap moment obviously uh, when Pickford really fucks up and then Origi taps it in and he lets he legs it on the pitch like he spends a cash and money in the brief uh, briefcase goes and hugs Alisson <laughs> realises realises that I'm halfway on the pitch and then just legs it all the way back just absolute, absolute done yeah yeah no, no, that, that was fucking funny as well um, Julian what was your favourite moment uh Oh. Mm. I, would, I, uh, I would have chosen what Chris chose but at the end when he ran to Marnie for his first goal oh boy uh, boy that was the moment that <laughs> was, quality uh, that, that was after um, the Europa League final that was after his first season so that was just like first first like first game as the manager and then when, he, when I saw that passion and to be honest here yeah, I didn't really believe in Marnie when he first came but when he done that and Klopp done that, I was like, yeah, I'm on board from then. You, I love you know why that yeah. was so funny? Yeah, because Arsenal, Arsenal were already rattled and then Marnie yeah. did, did, scored and then he jumps on Klopp's back and the, the way the crowd start booing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my favourite moment still. All right, cool. Uh, Junior, what's your favourite moment? <laughs> Bro, it's got to be the Rocky, man. Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, sounds like Adrian, the commentator, bro. Oh my god, that was epic. I play, I play all the time. Thinking, 
this guy just amazes me. Like, how do you know about Rocky? Obviously, everyone does, but the way he quotes it and he drops the line. He's so relevant because that's something that you'd see something dropping like Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I love his no filter, it's wicked, bro. Oh, I love that one. That was wicked. That was wicked. Uh, Ellis, what's your favorite moment? Oh, I was racking my brain. You know what I think is the Norwich game in 1 5 4. Yeah, Ben Ben Taken knocks off his glasses, bro. He was jumping everywhere, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had to replace him. Yeah, you had to replace him, bro. Yeah, I think that was my one, man. Oh, man. All right, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, he's had so many funny moments. That's the thing. So, yeah. How can I manage to give us so many funny moments in four years, man? I still think Mourinho done it in two. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ole, Ole's given us some funny moments. It's only been six months. Yeah. 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 Is, it me? is it me? Is it me or is every manager now? coming on the pitch and tapping their players and hugging. Not yeah, hugging, yeah, 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 100%. They're, they're, a lot of them are following suit, I've, I've noticed. Well, this I is the thing. Young manager thing, you know, because Mourinho used to do that when he was young. Um, Lampard is doing that. The Ajax manager done that. It's a young season. manager thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So young, I think it's just a young manager thing. They're just like, <laughs> they're still kind of with the boys. Too fair, Copper is not that young, but he's still got that young man mentality. So yeah, I think it's a young manager thing. To be it's it's a culture thing as well. I mean, you look at the program that he's built, and it's all it's all about on trust and trusting each other and believing in the bigger picture. And they've all brought yeah. into that. I mean, there's a reason why you know Shakir is still at the club and Lovren is still at the club, and, and they're kind of willing to play a certain amount. No one wanted Lovren, bruv. No, no, no you, hey, you needed him this weekend. No one wanted him though. That's why. Quite yeah, right, all, right, all right, all right. Let's not have another long. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm we just we saying can have that in two weeks' time. Man was singing on a podcast, and I feel like a dickhead, man. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, Julian. That episode was so funny. We did so, we did so much dancing for oh. Laura to leave and never left. <laughs> man, he's a, he's a parasite. Man. Oh man! All right, it's cool. going against United. Don't watch every place. If you score against United, yeah. Inshallah, man. No, 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 no. Not really. As long as we win, I'm okay. If not, don't ask me if I'm coming on a pod. That's all I'm saying to you. I'm not coming on the pod. Do you know what's funny, yeah? Julian will come on a pod just to rank. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you know what, yeah? I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I saw that. Glam, Glam, Glam will come on. Glam will be on the pod. Glam will definitely come on. He said, no, fuck. F it. I'm coming on. I got some things on my mind. <laughs> now you know me. You know? <laughs> I got some things to let off. I got some things to let off. Pissing me off. I'm coming on. <laughs> Man. All right. Cool. All right. So yeah, I think we can wrap up. It's been a nice, nice little pod. And um, broke through everything. Um, yeah. So guys, thank you for coming on. Um, everyone else, thank you for listening. Top of the league. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Exactly. Eight out of eight. Top of the league. Um, yeah. You know, interact with us, hashtag Touchline Fracas, and um, follow us on Twitter as well, Coppin Fracas. And um, yeah, we're probably not going to have a pod next week, so two weeks' time after the United game. Peace.
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Sports Social Podcast Network.